Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. or you feel too overwhelmed to move and you want to get back into reading, then I have the app for you. Audiobooks Now is a website that features great quality professional audiobooks from your favorite authors where you can also discover new ones too. You get access to many fiction and nonfiction titles that you can download or stream and get great discounts on titles if you choose the membership. Use the link in the description to check out the titles in audiobooks now with 50% off your first club purchase. You can also download the app. If you hear any noise in the background, it is my kids. I apologize from now. Mr. Young says he's going to try and keep everything quiet for me, but let's see how it goes. So this week, I'm going to be reviewing Cutie Pie the series. It's a series that's currently running and actually at the point of recording, I've only seen the first three episodes. By the time this is posted, four episodes will be up. Why am I posting it now? Why are you recording it now? Why not wait? Well, because surprise it's pie day march 14th i had to i was like cutie pie the series pie day it works it works so for pie day cutie pie the series is what i'll be reviewing and like i said remember it's going to be based off of the first three episode episodes and what my initial thoughts are i'm going to be making sure to post a link to a playlist that i have created where i'll be posting all the episodes and on my brand new YouTube page, which I don't think I'm going to be posting much on. I'm going to try and post on once in a while, but I'm not going to promise what I know I possibly can't deliver, but I can make playlists on there. So there we go. Um, so when I saw Cutie Pie the series, I recognized someone off the bat. It's Z from Why Are You the Series. He played Fighter, um, you know, Fighter and Tudor and their whole storyline. Um, and so I was like, cool, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to see how he is in that. And then I was like, oh, I recognize that guy too. That guy too. That guy too. <laughs> and he played blue. And there was a guy who played too as well. Um, that is Nat and Max. And uh, I was like, okay, so this is probably from the same studio that did Why Are You the Series. Let me see um, how I feel about this. And then, of course, there's New. Um, he's a newcomer. <laughs> and he plays Q. Q? In <laughs> Cutie Pie. <laughs> so, um, Leanne and Q, which is Z's character, Leanne, and New's character, Q, um, have been engaged since, the, since Q was a baby, basically. Um, his grandfather basically came up with this idea and because his family is very wealthy, um, Leanne's family kind of agreed to it, but at the same time, it was like, you don't have to do it just because they're wealthy. Um, but as an adult, Leanne actually decides he's going to go through with it because he made a promise to Q's grandfather. Um, so I actually like this because I'm, Yes, I'm sure there's many different BL um, arranged marriage 
books and comics and stuff out there but we really don't see it much in um this format of a tv series so i was actually very happy to see this um especially since it's done in with such good production um something like this especially like early 2000s is going to be like really bad camera work really bad audio really bad everything horrible music um horrible acting but we'll get to that <laughs> all around and um the studio i could see definitely worked hard at, at this and worked hard at making the script work for the tv series in ways that in the ways that they did um they they they're treating the storyline with a lot of respect in my opinion which i really like um in a lot of cases like this we're going to get just a huge stupid comedy and in this it has its silly comedy moments but it's like bl comedy um done with really good taste in how it presents its characters um i really liked in one of the very first scene where z's character leon um, is having a meeting because they're looking for a storyline with um lgbtq representation for his company um in selling their brand um, and somebody wants to make a whole comedy using, you know, LGBTQ plus people, um, especially transgender people. And he calls it. I was like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do some stereotypical foolishness. And I'm like, yes, that was perfect. That is great. I love that they set the tone from the beginning with that. They did a re really good job with that. Um, but at the same time. Even though I really love that the tone that they set and everything, and I'm enjoying the storyline so far. The storyline isn't completely far-fetched and horrible. That you, you know, some storylines it's like, where do you even come up with this? This storyline, I'm like, I can follow this. This is actually really sweet, really cute, and I can see everybody's goal with it. Um, everybody's like, most I can see most people's goals within the storyline. I still felt like a lot of the acting was really weird. Um, none of the actors um, in different mixes of the actors seem to really have a connection. Um, so especially with best friends. So uh, when New and Nat are on screen together, I'm, I don't see best friends. It's, it's really awkward in a lot of places. And I don't know if it's because of Nat because when new is with uh z it, especially in scenes where he's supposed to be this like i guess like obedient <laughs> person uh he does that well enough that it doesn't pull me out of the story which is very important if it was a situation where he was pulling me out of the story i think I would have real issues with that but he does it to a point where it doesn't pull me out of the story which is really good i just uh, i just don't know like i've seen where people like how new is able to switch from the sweet boy to the really um i don't know is it supposed to be a bad boy or whatever itself but i just call it his fake self and his authentic self I've seen people say that they they like the switching. I I kind of prefer him better as his authentic self. I feel like um, 
maybe it's just also more comfortable for him that's one of the things when it's like your first big role it's easier for you when you're playing a character that is as close to your true self as possible and maybe like that part is just closer to who he is so he plays it a little better um even though like it annoys me every time he has to perform because he keeps performing the same song over and over and over again um and i get it it's the the theme for the show but you're telling me nobody could like just write at least one other song or, or are we saving that song for later like <laughs> write three songs for the whole show and and have him perform all three songs in the show uh, uh where did the guitar and piano and bass come from when he was performing? He was play he's up on stage playing the drums and all the other started other instruments are playing and I'm like, okay, is there like a DJ playing the rest of the stuff? Where is this noise coming from? Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother part of this that I will eventually get to. But yeah, like I said, I I, I want to try and focus on some of the good things that I liked because I, I do like New, especially since this is his first drama. Um, I can't really be overly critical of him because I feel like uh, he's doing a pretty good job um, compared to like sometimes when they get newcomers because a lot of time they get newcomers because they just want to pay them cheaper. Um, but he feels very natural in the role for a lot of the parts especially for the comedy bits i think um because when i was reading on drama list what he's done before it looks like he's been a host on um, shows before and someone who's like a host of things um can if they have really good comedic timing they can probably play a comedic role pretty well um so that could be the situation where he was able to just transfer that comedic timing from hosting to the drama very well and I actually do think his comedic timing is pretty good um so yeah I'm not really overly critical of him I just want to see uh better mainly I think you know what I think it's just Dew and Nat that are throwing me off in the whole thing for me like in the beginning when we first see Nat he's so uncomfortable to me because everything he does feels like counting paces and I was really wondering is this like the first scene that they shot with Nat and New because that whole thing was just so uncomfortable with the thumbs up and all that it nothing about that felt natural and I did wonder like did the editor really look at that and was like yeah that's the best shot did the director look at that and was like good enough like how how did this work because it like that whole the whole interaction with Nat just feels so uncomfortable and I do wonder did they bring him back because he was a, a favorite did a lot of people like his character um from do a lot of does he have like the fan base or does the um does he and Max have a like the fan base from their coupling in why are you that they um had to bring them back for this and which makes me go were they trying to get saint for this show because the guy i'm not gonna lie looks a little like saint when he does his face in certain things i'm like it, it kind of reminds me of saint and it does make me wonder was it like they wanted saint to come back for this as well but he turned down the role because it feels like they're trying to create fighter and tutor 
um, as far as like the look, like the aesthetic, um, in some ways. Uh, so that is another thing too, I guess. Um, now as, as far as let's just go to the characters, um, and the show, as far as Leon and Kel, Q, oh my gosh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get roasted. <laughs> As far as Leon and Q, I do think everything in the first episode I actually liked. Their entire interaction with Leon letting it be known that he's agreed to the arranged marriage because of what Q's grandfather um, asked him. And um, the fact that the engagement almost ends basically, or as far as Q um, cares to admit, or as far as Q is concerned, geez. Uh, it has ended because Leanne has admitted that he's actually not in love with Q and is really just going through with the marriage out of duty. Now, of course, yes, if you hear that someone that you feel like you've fallen deep in love with or you care so much about is only just going with the flow with you, I could see how that, of course, destroys you and makes you sad. But I also see Leanne's view where he's like, we don't have to be in love. We, it's, um, there's, there's people who are married who are not in love every day. <laughs> and I'm a believer in, um, marriages where everybody just agree on and y'all just do your thing. It's not my business. I am not in your marriage. Um, so <laughs> I see his view on that as well, where he's just like, yeah, let's just get married. I mean, it's not like, uh, we have to actually love each other. We just have to take care of each other and watch out for each other and let that be the end of it. So I saw Leanne's view as well in it. And, um, I'm glad that Q stood up for himself and made it clear that he wants love, but also glad that Leanne lets him know that I don't know you. Like, <laughs> you're like Annabelle. That line I didn't really get. I'm like, what, is he like a haunted doll? Or is he saying that when you're with me, you just seem possessed? because I don't know who you truly are. You're just walking around and doing whatever I do. That's what I think it is. And that's what I'm getting from it, I guess. Um, and I like seeing in episodes two and three with, uh, Leanne wanting to now get to know the real Q. Like he, he's really intrigued and wants to know who is he? Who is this person that I've been missing out on? And Um, Of course, as we can see at the end of episode one, at the beginning of episode two with Zakis, he definitely is falling, uh, falling in like or falling in love with this cue because it's the authentic cue. And I think um, this is just like a really great, you know, story of just being yourself no matter what, um, no matter what you think somebody will think of who you are, because here he is really intrigued and enjoying Q in his original form, um, more than he enjoyed the doe-eyed guy that just followed him and, and did whatever he told him to. So the second couple in the series is Yi and Kondiao, and they're, they're not goals. They're not a couple. They are, well, they're a couple. They're just not one I like. They're, like the way Yi treats Kandiao is just horrible, like completely disgusting as far as I'm concerned. Like Leanne treats uh, Q 
in a strict manner as well like when he was late letting him know you're nine minutes late but it came off more as I don't like tardiness in anyone um, I don't accept tardiness from anyone in my life because I myself am not tardy that's what it came off as because even then he's like I, I booked um, dinner at your favorite restaurant even though <laughs> He was like, I never said it was my favorite French restaurant, but sure. <laughs> Which goes to him hiding his authentic self. Like he, um, so of course, you know, Leon is just going off of what he has presented. But yeah, it, it like the way he treats Gandao is like this really horrible, uh, controlling, toxic relationship that I, I I just cannot find anything romantic in it oh he worries about me he tells you to come home now and then just leaves he just it's like he wants to confine him to his condo and and never allow him to go anywhere I I don't see the romance I'm sorry I mean, I've said before that I really don't like the fact that we accept a lot of toxic behaviors to be romanticized in BL dramas because it's a BL, not well, not just BL dramas, just BL series in general. Because it's a BL series and it's two men, it's like all of a sudden it's not taken as seriously because of that, I guess. And I don't like that these things are romanticized because it's not romantic, it's dangerous it's scary and it's scary to think like how many people would look at a relationship like that and go oh that's so sweet he worries about him he's controlling his every move he's telling him where he can can and can't go basically like what time you need to be home and all that stuff is i if i looked at that relationship i would think it's a father and their child and their minor child with how controlling it is it's 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 disturbing it honestly is disturbing to me and i don't know if focusing on yi and um kundao's relationship more would change my perspective of it um if anything i don't know if i can watch the series for their relationship and their relationship development because it's it's to me creepy now to you maybe you find it romantic and these behaviors romantic and you know as long as the consenting individuals have agreed that this is the way that uh the relationship will be treated then i don't know the godspeed to you i guess (laughs) i uh for me it's just not there's nothing romantic about it Um, Now, of course, there's a third couple that uh, hasn't been fully introduced yet. They kind of just did their first meeting in episode three. Um, And we'll see more of them as time goes on, of course. But I'm not really going to cover them because they haven't. One of the characters only just started and it seems that he's interested in Q. So we'll see where that goes. Um, Now, as far as a lot of the side characters in the show, like Q's friends, who are the only students in this class? I was like, when I saw that, I was like, this, 
this definitely was filmed during the pandemic, but it's so weird to me that they're able to get background people for everything else except that. But I guess with all the other scenes, because they're only going to shoot there once, it's it's different versus having to have people continuously come back day after day to shoot um, the scenes at the college um, in classrooms to keep like the same actors each day. <laughs> And also, depending on their budget, I can see why they, if they like spent money to get this space for the garage to show um, them working in this class, I, I can see why they would have been like, yeah, we're only going to bring the main actors for this one. <laughs> I can see that as well. Because this, even though I do feel like the production quality is actually pretty good, they, they got some good cameras for this, I, I do still see where they may have... Um, tried to cut costs here and there. Maybe some of their budget went to shooting on the outside of that uh, beautiful house, um, you know, the Kirti mansion, um, shooting in that classroom for the college as well. And of course, all the actors and everything that they have to pay. Sorry, some background noise there um, that they have to pay for. They, um, I can see them trying to cut costs <laughs> on a lot of background actors, of course. Um, so I don't necessarily hate it, but it made one of the lines really weird where, um, the professor is saying that their group is the only one with space and I'm, I'm just supposed to fill in the blank that the rest of the class, uh, like everybody else meets up at different times and their group doesn't have space because if there was background actors for that scene and we saw every other group had like seven people or something like that and then coming over like yeah your group is the only one that kind of needs one more then we can you know actually see it but <laughs> i'm just coming over saying that i'm like i guess i'm supposed to just imagine that there's other groups i was like man this must be a special class only five people six people in it huh <laughs> interesting but so far for the show, all in all, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 because I can see what they're trying to do in the story that they're trying to put out and they have Perth. So um, I'm also biased in that because I do love me some um, Perth. Where's he from? New Zealand? Is that it? I can't remember. I just know I love him from my engineer of the series and I am so happy to see him in this as well. And uh, I can't wait to see the other um BL that he's supposed to be in he I hope he's still in that was he in the ad oh my gosh I think he was yeah <laughs> I just went off there and I cannot wait for that one to come up because I I, I think I, I, we're focusing on this so yeah so far for me it's going to be a six out of ten um it has a really high possibility of dropping lower because I honestly have not fallen in love with the show or anything, but it, ha it, it, it is still keeping my interest and I do believe that I will continue to watch it um, and finish my playlist on it and watch the whole thing. I don't know if I'm going to watch it all in one sitting or I'm going to just keep watching it um, or what, like watch it all in one sitting after it's finished airing all 12 episodes of ours or else or if I will um, continue watching it weekly I'm going to see where I fall on that but it definitely has me interested I'm definitely loving it I'm uh, definitely want to see what it has to offer and I actually really like Z in this role I think he's he does a pretty good job 
in this. I know a lot of people agree he's not the greatest actor and I will not disagree with that, but I actually do like him in this role. I think this is a better fit for him. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think. I am on Instagram, Facebook, all is time for BL. You can check out the link tree in the description to give me a follow. Also, don't forget to click on the audiobooks now link to purchase your book. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is JD Young and thank you for making some time for BL.